Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International, right here on a thunderstorm, lightning, rainy night here in New England. Oh, and all the way across the pond is my co-host, who's probably having the beautiful summer weather, Steve Parsons. Welcome to a stormy, thunderstormy evening in West Wales. Say that, we have Twin Cities. Mm. So, but that's like typical for you, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's summer. Summer. Yeah, anyway, so... We have three uh, weeks of summer and 11 months of winter and a couple of days of autumn. Fall. Hey, do you know what the best poison to kill a possum is? <laughs> Oddly enough, I do. You do? Strychnine. Actually, there is none. The possum's immune system... Uh, there is no man-made or natural poison that will kill a possum. They are actually working on tests, so hopefully to make a, uh, a uh, uh, what do you call it, a serum so that it, uh, for poisoning. You just shoot them. No, yeah, I can do that. That's lead poisoning. That's different. <laughs> Strick, how did you say strickling, oddly enough? Strickling, because it kills yeah. most things. Yeah, it does. But, yeah, I was, I was fascinated. I heard that. I was like... Wow, that's that's really weird. Why? But it, it all goes into it's the. Always, it always comes down to either strychnine or cyanide. Yeah, I know. But it, it, this is so strange. I mean, so many things that we, you know, we say, uh, you know, can't happen or can't occur, and they actually occur in nature, and they go against most of our natural thoughts and so forth, which is kind of what the paranormal is, right? Uh, well, not really. Maybe, no? possibly. Wow. That was, a, that was a definitive answer. <laughs> well, that's because we don't know, do we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's an awful lot of stuff that, um, that people assume is paranormal because they have run out of ideas to explain it. But that doesn't mean to say that it's necessarily paranormal. It doesn't necessarily... There is some paranormal stuff out there. Whether uh, we there is, discovered there is the uh, explanation uh, for them yet or not, it's still paranormal. Can't say it. Well, I just did. Didn't you hear me? You want me to say it again? <laughs> you can say it. Come on, say it again. Say it again. Yeah. Yes. There are things out there that we have no explanation. Like why you just disappeared off Skype. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Thank you. He asked me to say something paranormal, and he vanishes. Anyway, meanwhile, while he was doing that, I was frantically Googling, can you poison a possum? Um, can you kill possums with poison? Let's see what Google says while we wait for Ron to come back. Possums are unique animals. Um, blah, blah, blah. Having a possum in your garden can be a major problem, so I'm guessing that's why he wants to do it. 
Um, ah, here we go. An option that some people will turn to when trying to kill a possum is poison, and the fact that the possum will often root through garbage makes it quite easy to lay poison. Uh, the difficulty with poison is there's no legal or registered possum poison. Furthermore, a poison possum will often not often not die, or the possum will become unpredictable. <laughs> there you go. Don't poison it. it; becomes unpredictable, and what turns into bat possum or super possum or I don't know. Where is everyone? He's he's typing to me now frantically in Skype. Where is everyone? I don't know. We've all gone. And or am I? Have I gone? I don't know who's gone. Somebody in chat, tell me. Meanwhile, I'll continue. Um, apparently, you can poison a possum. It just becomes unpredictable. You're just not allowed to poison a possum. And then it asks, do you really want to kill a possum? And there are many people who apparently do and are overly eager to kill possums without looking at all the drawbacks. Presumably one of the major drawbacks being is that they become unpredictable. Will somebody please tell me if he's, which one of us is actually on air at the moment? Um, because I'm running out of pages here about killing possums. Simple steps like removing any fallen fruit. Uh, so basically, basically keep the possums out of the bin. I don't think that needs to be tagged under paranormal but i think we've definitively decided that apart from the unpredictable nature of what happens to the possum um you can in fact kill them with uh, poison so moving swiftly on i'm still none the wiser as to whether i'm broadcasting or whether okay, i'm broadcast oh there you go we've def- you well, know what you... i i just i just went on for like five well, minutes myself gone. talking to nobody <laughs> Yeah, so did I, just in case it was... I didn't know yeah, which one too. of was off air. Anyway, I, what we did decide... I, I saw I saw the green light up there, so I clicked the little green thing, and then I came in to you, so everything was cool. So There we go. I, well, while you were away... Uh, we, while you were away, I could tell no, you no, what no. I said. No, no, what? no. Well, you weren't there. Um, and Nate you just there. said it. Nate said what I was. Anyway, we've, we found out that you can, in fact, poison a possum. Um... But the problem is that no, when you... Wait, 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 wait. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at um, what the U.S. Wildlife Education and Direction of Wildlife Experts um, yep. uh, website. And that says that actually a lot of poisons don't work. But when you do poison a possum, it becomes... And this is the bit that got me. It becomes unpredictable. So what does that mean? It says it, the possum will become unpredictable and dangerous. It could also die in an area where it's difficult to recover the carcass, so obviously you can kill it with poison, and that you might end up killing the neighbor's cat and dog. But the interesting <laughs> thing is, what happens? To, how does the possum become unpredictable? I mean, you know, does it, you know, like what? Does it, it goes? It goes out with other species. Does it become psychic? <laughs> they date. Uh, they psychic. Yeah, it could be psychic. You never know. It starts doing readings and organizing ghost investigations. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, that's good. I, uh... So you have this, what we've deduced um, while you're raised that you can, in fact, poison the possum. They just don't recommend it because they, they tend to become psychic. Well, maybe it just becomes, you know, unpredictable and that it kills itself. So maybe no, that's... It, says it's, uh, <laughs> it often won't die, but the possum um, may become unpredictable and dangerous. It could also die... Um, in areas like down a drain or... Right. Uh, and the, finally, it's incredibly cruel and inhumane, so it would be far better to shoot it. Yeah, whatever. 
So there you go. You can go out and shoot the bloody thing later. I presume you've got a possum problem, which is why the question came up in the first place. No, not at all. No, not at all. I mean, I am a conveyor of of information, and I wonder what goes through your head sometimes. There was me worried and fretting that the back the back of the love shack was infested with possum. Oh no, 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 no! We have a lovely woodchuck. I like him though. I love the animals. I, I all the animals. I, I I very seldom kill anything. Uh, uh, you know, you know, unless I have to. Uh, but uh, I I don't like it. I don't. I respect for all living. Okay. Anyway, you were talking about the paranormal before we got to psychic possums. I know psychic possums. It's an interesting picture here, actually. Is there any test? I mean, we we certainly had that that goat that predicted Hillary Clinton would uh, become president. Very nasty pictures of a dead possum stuck in the ceiling space of a house, and then it sort of ran through the plaster ceiling. Ah, that's too bad. Yeah. What's that to do with Hillary Clinton and the goat? I don't know. Um, that was a psychic. You said the animals were psychic, hey, and I was giving an example. Hillary, he, speaking of Hillary Clinton, I was doing some preparation this week, just gone. Um, really? Re- regarding one of our events uh, during my trip over in the fall, where we're going to be talking to, uh, uh, is it circles, uh, relating to electronic voice phenomena. And one of the things I was researching and uh, reading up about was backwards or reverse speech and how that's often interpreted to be satanic and has hidden uh, messages that are within the speech or can even give it. In fact, there's there's actually a website called reversespeech.com that um, promotes the idea that you that uh, a lot of, you know, people, famous people, politicians, uh, people in the in the social media spotlight uh, give away their true intentions when you reverse their speech and the hidden sort of words are in there. And according to this site and several experts, that was a good cup of tea. Hillary Clinton is uh, in league with the devil because when her when many of her speeches are reversed, they hold satanic messages. Really? Huh? Apparently so. That's intriguing. So, 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 so if, if, to be true demonologist, you should. You should speak in reverse speak. Oh, no. To be a true demonologist, uh, as I discovered this week on Facebook, all you've got to do is do one of Kieran O'Keefe's courses. Um, oh, he, some... he teaches demonology now? He does. And somebody was uh, boasting oh, on, on, on social media just this week um, that they were now a qualified demonologist because they'd done his course. So oh, that's good. I, I, I like so to see that. Perhaps Hillary Clinton had also done the course with Kieran. I don't know. Well, no, she must have done the reverse course. Possibly. Can we go back yeah. to possum now? Well, yeah. Infinite. I mean, you dragged so, it onto Hillary so, Clinton. Sort of dead like Hillary, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Uh, they also along. did it to Donald Trump as well. Oh, really? Does he have a, a demonic thing too? No, uh, forward I think backwards. that's a possum on his head, though. I'm not sure. Well, <laughs> I think forwards, it could be. Actually, look at that picture, yeah. Um, forwards and backwards, it turned out that his speeches were entirely empty. Ah, that's interesting. They had no content in either direction, which was really strange. Mm, I like that. A bit like our Prime Minister. Now, you have a good Prime Minister now. I I like this. No, we don't have a good Prime Minister. Yes, I'm I'm all on board with her, so, uh, yep. Nobody else is. (laughs) (laughs) What though? Huh? Huh? What was the voice? It said something. They don't, and I don't know what they don't is. 
I'm confused now. No, we don't. Well, how do you know, Karina? Since you're, you're, in, you're in Texas? Thank you, Karina. Go away. <laughs> Thank you, Karina. We have what a you know? dreadful... I, I, think we'll we have a, a dreadful I think we'll put a wall here. around Texas while we're at it. Anyway. <gasps> That's horrible. What's horrible? You know what? Now that we now that we what can ban now that we can ban people, maybe we can ban people from Texas and leave the state. <laughs> I great idea. We're only evil because we have the hottest hot sauce around. Thank you very much. Right. Yeah, that's true. I agree with you. You're probably demons. Uh, by the way, uh, you are talking, so I assume you could be heard on the air. Otherwise, this is a silly conversation. <laughs> um, I yeah I. I moved the slider up so that people wouldn't think y'all were talking to something else. Yeah, because it, it gets it like it'd be like the beginning of the show where Steve was talking to himself and I was talking to myself, and who knows? Anyway, who we were... sorry. Continue. No, I, I want to know, know about the hot sauce. Can we get? I want to know about the possum. Yeah, it's good on possum. <laughs> I've never had possum before. Oh can really? We, can we get it's some little, of that hot sauce? Fatty, yeah, but it's called but, you know... ghost hot sauce. Oh, can oh, you get some here in the UK? That's from Ghost, pep ghost Peppers, right? Yeah, it's made from Ghost yeah. Peppers. <laughs> That's not it. the hottest pepper, though, is it? It is. <laughs> Don't do it. It isn't. There's, there's a hot one now here in the, uh, something, the Reaper or something. Oh, the Reaper. Oh, the, be the Reaper. The, yeah, well, you know what? The, the British got to do better. You know, you know it's in America. You know, it's in the United States. Have what we're gonna oh, make. God, listen to him. Listen, cut the jingoism. I was about to say it's an American the jingoism. pepper. That, that they just started to grow here in the UK. See, I told you, UK. The, Anyways, yeah, moving right along. Yeah, nothing to see here. Car they're, crash. Just, they're just afraid they're going to get banned from coming to the United States, so they want to grow their own hot peppers now. Right? Okay, talk to myself again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh was be. I supposed to answer? My bad. No. No, 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 no We were no. leaving him into debt, <laughs> leaving him to go into dead air. <laughs> Much head. the best way of dealing with that one, I but think. Continue with your show. <laughs> well, yeah, you. we should. Let's. Okay, so what, what were we up to? We've done possum, Bobsum. We were talking about dead possum. So yeah. I, I was, you know, I was curious, and and uh, you have a lot of dead figures in the United States. I mean, in the UK that uh, I've seen very often, like Anne Boleyn and mm -hmm. something or other. Has Guy Fox ever been seen anywhere? Oh, now, yes, uh, but I can't remember the details. Um, oh, come on. No, um, yeah, <laughs> yes, he is. There's a house where a number of the conspirators hold up after, yeah. after the attack on Parliament, after the failed attempt to blow up Parliament. Mm -hmm. That is haunted. Um by several of them, but I can't really? remember if that's the one where where Guy Fawkes himself uh, is holed up, or whether he is somewhere else in York. I think he might be. I think it, um, his his spirits in York. Um, but I'm honestly, I'm, I can't. Do you know what? It's not even on Google. Uh, but there are several places where I can't even Google it. Uh, well, it comes up under lots of different things. I can't actually find oh, okay. the 
Okay. Um, I'm, I'm virtually certain that, yes, there is um, a location. I believe it's York, and I believe it's the place where he was born, or um, which is which is uh, close to York Minster, which is York Cathedral, um, which oh. claims to have his ghost or his ghost returns there. But other of the conspirators um, are... Um, associated with with the place where they finally ended up and and fought a sort of standoff with the king's troops who came to get them so um but i believe i'm almost certain that uh the 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 ghost of guy fawkes appears in york oh here we go um he does occasionally drop into one or more of the following items oh one of the more of the following uh yeah, he does apparently pop up occasionally, but York is the place where um no where communication he... with them or anything. You know, like each um, well, not to my knowledge. I mean, it's one of these things that I I, I can't. Derek Cora hasn't channeled well, they, them or anything. They did do it on an episode of Most Haunted. Um, oh, you did? Well, I hit. Well, well you... I didn't. They did. Um, you just left the best part out, and, and then well, no, they they, they did the location. Um, I don't yeah. believe that Derek actually. Uh, in fact, Derek did his own show, which was called "The Quest for Guy Fawkes." Really? Uh, well, he did. Uh, I'm just trying to find the details. I remember he did a show. Called yeah, we got to have him on the show. I got to learn more about this quest for Guy Fawkes. Uh, I'm trying to find it, um, but he definitely. No, I'd rather hear it from Derek than you. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, but he did a show um, which was. You know, it's like a spin-off from Most Haunted after he'd left the show. Mm-hmm. And one of the episodes was... Um, he, he did, indeed. The first one was um, going around... Well, he went around ancient Egypt as well. But oh, one yeah, of that ones, was a good one, too. <clears throat> one of the ones he did was the, the search for Guy Fawkes. But I think that ended up at the other place, uh, the one where... I can't remember the name of where they all went, uh, at the end of the um, gunpowder plot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's interesting. And I think he did, uh, at the time, he did communicate with several of the conspirators, but I can't recall from the show itself because I don't right. think I've watched well, they, it. Do they approve of the new Pine Renister? Or is, uh, no, I have no idea. It's just curious, that's all. I don't know. But if you, want to get, if you want to see the ghost of Guy, Guy Fawkes, it's the Guy Fawkes pub in York. Okay. Um, and you can go, if you're a tourist, you can, of course, go on the ghost walk, which includes space for 5p. But Derek did, in fact, um, he did a quest for Guy Fawkes, which preceded Ghost Towns. And it, oh, was, it, a one-off, and it was filmed as a one-off special for uh, you know, that, the sort of late autumn. We had this amazing uh, TV show uh, back in, I can't even remember what year it was, but it was the... What's that? No, the one with the talking horse. No, that, no. Let's we t- back to talking psychic possums again. Uh, no, this one was uh, Ravio Vero did it, and it was on Al Capone's tomb. It was done on a Halloween night, and it lasted several hours, and uh, it built up all the way up, and they finally opened up Al, Al Capone's vault. That's what it was, and uh, there was nothing in it. <laughs> 
it was a waste of like four hours of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> and if you ask anybody, they all know it. They all will say, oh, that show, yeah, I remember that. Oh, I wish I could get my hat back. It was. It went, it went on for about four hours, and they did all this build-up to the thing, and they finally ended the night they opened up Al Capone's vault. And it was like a broken piece of glass in it or something. I don't know. That was it. It was nothing. It was horrid. <laughs> oh, never mind. Well, speaking of horses, um, I, do, are, are you aware of Lady Wonder, the psychic horse? Uh, Lady Wonder, the psychic horse. Uh, is she a unicorn? No. Oh, she could have been, you know, because Lady, uh, all Lady... psychic horses come from unicorns. Oh, no, this one, was, this one was from your side of the pond. Lady Wonder was a horse from Virginia uh, in the 1920s. Yes. Um, and she was obviously a psychic horse. Uh, the horse learned to communicate in obviously. English. The horse had taught it, apparently taught itself to communicate in English. Oh, could speak English? Uh, well, apparently so. Um, the, queen, the Queen's English or around? This horse had the ability to answer questions. Well, Queen um, English or our English? I was curious. I don't know. Well, you're bringing up this information. You should have it at the tip of your finger. Well, what started out as Lady the one, Lady Wonder, the talking horse, quickly became yes. Lady Wonder, the psychic horse. Ooh, I even like and that better. The horse would mind would could do mind readings. So, for example, uh, people would put things behind their back or into a pocket, and they would say, "So, Lady Wonder, um, what is this I have in my pocket?" And the horse would say. Uh, would spell out whatever it was, which was invariably correct. Another time, a gentleman pulled a coin from his pocket and asked Lady Wonder, what is the date on the coin I am holding? To which Lady Wonder, the psychic horse, nosed out the date, 1914, which was correct. That's right. This, they had some kind of a, like an <coughs> well, alphabet on. thing. Yeah, right? <coughs> well, hang on. This one, this one goes further because by 1927, and this is how I knew about the horse, I'd caught the attention of... Of the Rhine Institute, uh, J.B. Rhine was a botanist who worked at Duke University and had set up this institute for parapsychology and was also studying uh, telepathy. And Rhine had debunked other talking animals um, by revealing that actually it was the owners were cueing the animal on how to respond. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Rhine and his wife Louisa were both... um, decided to formally test Lady Wonder for both telepathy and for ESP. And the results were actually published, uh, journal published in the Journal for Abnormal and Social Psychology. And the conclusion of the researchers was apparently that Lady Wonder exhibited telepathic ability. That Ryan and, Ryan and his compatriots ran experiments and tests using blindfold. Apparently they blindfolded the horse. Um, and they used sets of random numbers and letters for Lady Wonder to guess. So Ryan's ter- showed that uh, the horse's correct responses to the questions were above statistical coincidence. That's and then, amazing. Well, it gets better because after he'd done that, because the, the horse was only mind reading back then. Yeah, but um, she grew. She went on to become a psychic horse. Yeah. <laughs> Is she on TV? Well, you, well, no, she's dead now. Um, oh, it's too bad. Apparently, it wasn't long before... But could we contact your ghost? Uh, I don't know. Mm, okay. I'm, I don't, I'm just going through this uh, psychical research paper about the horse at the moment. Mm, Apparently, uh, 
the the horse picked uh, FDR to win the presidency of the United States before no he was even way nominated, before wow. not even nominated, um, and uh, more psychic investigators arrived at the little farm in 1946 um, to continue further investigations, and they wanted to test the horse and publish their results. So there we have it. Um, so was Lady Wonder... Oh, that gets better. The next section of the, the paper refers to, in January of 1951, Lady Wonder the Psychic Horse, Lady Wonder becomes Psychic Crime Solving Horse. Oh, very good. And could write out her name on a horse, a horse typewriter. See, I knew that. I seen this one, actually. I actually seen video of it, believe well, it or not. Well, I'm not surprised because uh, the horse ended up getting tested by Danny Matson of West Quincy, Massachusetts. Oh, done. I'll be done. No, sorry. My mistake. It was it was tested in the case, the search for Danny Matson, Matson of West oh, Quincy, done. Massachusetts. Lady tap, the horse tapped out that his body was to be found in the Pittsfield water wheel. Um, there is no water wheel anywhere where he went missing. However, um, a, a detective was duly dispatched to Pittsfield, Massachusetts, where the investigator found two water wheels, but no body. Um, the oh, body... Ah, 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 ah. Uh, uh. The area around the... Quar- uh, so they then moved the search for some water around the area um, and found, after draining the water pit that fed the water wheel, they found the body of Danny Matson. That's exciting. There we go. Did he get a medal? Uh, I think they ate him in the end, probably. Probably. Po- poisoned him. So, it, well, that's an interesting thought. So, if... Uh, Under the psychic crime-solving horse of Massachusetts. So, what happens if, if someone's a cannibal and they eat somebody else? Do they have two ghosts? Or do they... Is there a ghost haunted by another ghost, or, or I'm confused? Or do they get reincarnated? I'm confused by the question. Yeah, I was just curious. I mean, there is cannibalism in the world. For instance, CC brought up uh, Donna Pass, which is a famous case in in the United States history in Utah of a, of a uh, wagon train that ended up uh, eating other people. So if they become ghosts, would they be haunted by the ghost of the people they ate? Or would they be alive and haunted by the ghost they ate? Or could you be haunted by both ghosts? Have you been taking mind-altering drugs? I don't know. I just, uh, just came <laughs> uh, By the way... You've been since... listening to Beatles LPs again, haven't you? <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> Uh, yeah. CC says uh, the Al Capone's uh, vault. What a big waste! <laughs> I told you a lot of people. <laughs> you just bring that up and it brings back terrible memories. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to uh, hunt that one down afterwards. I do remember the appalling attempt to contact Michael Jackson's spirit after he. Ah, uh, yeah, away. that was in that one. But check but that he, out, Al Capone's vault. It's 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 classic, classic, classic. I, I, it well, was I, it was huge uh, listenership. Well, I mean, watching ship from TV because it was on TV. And uh, uh, she also asked the question. She said, what is Derek up to now? See, I'm not the only Derek fan around. Uh, well, the, currently, Derek's uh, recommended his UK, his 2017 UK tour. Um, he's on the road with the tour at the moment. Um, I'm not his agent or anything. I don't actually know where he is tonight, but he is. Uh-huh. 
I I do you know sort of see the regular updates on social media. Great timing, something I think. <clears throat> yeah, listen to Ghost Chronicles at the National Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Para-X family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Para-X family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous as we give awards to Welcome back to part two of Ghost Chronicles International Message. Really quickly before Ron interrupts me as he usually does. And before the break, we were talking psychic pos- uh, poisoning possums and psychic horses. Uh, but I'm responding to CC's question in the chat room. What is Derek up to now? Well, I've just had the chance to scoot across to his Derek Acora official website, which is Derek Acora. Der- no, the official website. You're the on the fan page. page. Yep. You've got the sign T-shirt, haven't you? You're a big fan. Yes, I do. I have my Derek thing, yeah. I wear it yeah. every night when I go to bed. Anyway, on his official set, he, website, it does inform us that he's filming the new television series. Right by Jimmy Carter. And he's, he's, coming, he's coming around the UK at the moment on his Whispers from Heaven tour. Oh, and filming that. his new television series uh, for one of those cable channels. That we have here in the UK. Just so lucky you have Derek. Over so where there. is he then at the moment? Let's find out where he's touring at the moment. Oh, no, it keeps. Oh, I hate these scrolly bloody things. You know, when the top of a website keeps sort of like scrolling across. And yeah. The lovely smiley picture looks just like the one on that T-shirt that you've got. I know, I know. <laughs> and the program. Oh yes, that's that's so special. So just so we can. Com- Com- comprehensively answer the question um, for our, our, our listener, uh, or both of them. Uh, what's the date today? I, 
June something or other. Thursday, 22nd of June. That was last week. Thursday, the 20th of June. Thursday, the 1st of... 27th. Why is his... Yeah, but... Why is his website so out of date? Oh, come on, Derek. Sort that one out. Anyway. It should be ahead of time because he's... I know he's turning all the backwards ones. I suppose he's only Oh, because he's a demon. That's why. Yeah. Well, anyway... He took uh, Karen's course and now he does everything backwards. He's on course. He's on tour um, around the UK whilst filming. And I found out a little bit more uh, about his quest for Guy Fawkes, which was aired in 2005. Um, uh, as he came off Most Haunted, it was it was uh, one of a series of specials that Derek did in, just before he went on to, the, uh, to do his Ghost Town series. And it was aired on the 400th anniversary of uh, the death of Guy Fawkes on the 5th and the... Well, the Guy Fawkes plot, actually, not the death of Fawkes. Remember, died several, <clears throat> well, Fox died several months later after a good old torturing. Yeah, um, did he get squatted? Uh, yeah, well, probably. Um, but they they didn't have any high hopes for getting uh, direct contact with Fox, but they managed it. Oh, wow, that's. And one of the good. other questions, you see, for, the whole plot was was given up by um, an anonymous letter to one of the members of Parliament. Uh, and they, one of the other things that they were trying to do is um, they were trying to find out who'd sent the secret anonymous letter. Interestingly, some of the... Um, oh, no, that's Ghost Towns. <laughs> In which, amongst the places he looked at, was a, a haunted public telephone box. Well, that happens, you know. Mm. No, no haunted cannibals, though, huh? No, no. I was trying to skip past that one. Okay. So that was really interesting. And sound reason. So, so I hope that no, answered the wait, question. Wait, there's no mention of psychic and science, huh? No, that's still on. Oh, still in on? Fact, in fact, Richard was... Um, I was just going to mention that. If anyone got out out there that's got footage of Richard on stage yeah, at Psychic and Science, for please it. send it to him. Yeah, because he wants to do a... What was it? He's been contacted by... Somebody. A, an after-dinner speaking company who wants him to do after-dinner speak uh, talks. Mm-hmm. But presumably he's got to audition by showing them something he can do on Wait, stage. Richard Felix has to audition. I know. it. I, the concept. I mean, Richard is one of the best storytellers and narrators. Of course he is. He's amazing. That I know of. Why that? I mean, that would be like getting... I don't know... Uh, you know, our famous Hollywood actor to have to, like, Tom Hank, Tom Cruise to um, audition for a role as a jet pilot in an F-14. That would be like getting Tom Brady to try out for quarterback in the, for the Patriots. It's like, seriously. He's amazing storyteller. He really is. He came over here a few years back, and I tell you, that's... Tom Brady? I, I really do it. Yeah, he's... Well, he's here all the time, but no, Richard Felix and... and oh, yeah, obviously, he's, Tom Brady's He's an amazing... He is. He's a great storyteller, a great speaker. I, that's, that's, that's bizarre. Talk about paranormal. There you go, right there. I mean, the great Richard Felix being forced to beg on social media for some video. <sighs> you, terrible, terrible. I, I, I mean, yeah. come on. His son, Will, used to run a video production company. You think I they'd know. Still have a, you think they'd still have had a camera lying around. <laughs> Oh, and the foresight to stick a camera on, you know, like yeah, just put one at the back of the auditorium and point it at the stage. It's bigger than that. I, I have, I still have a DVD of Richard Felix. Thing. Only one. 
<laughs> and uh, if if we have any listener that that absolutely would love a copy of Richard Felix uh, uh, DVD, I can't even think of the name of the damn thing. But uh, yeah, it's Ghost Ghost Most Haunted uh, England or something like that. Whatever it is, if they yeah. will email us at, do we have an email address, Steve? Got a Facebook page. Yeah, do we have a message place there or something? Yeah, they can message us via the Facebook page. All right, so if you message us on Facebook and uh, that you want a copy and... And how, and how much you, we need to send you to take the copy off us? No, 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 no. <laughs> if you would like a copy... Uh, and... Just to get a free copy of telephone calls from the dead as well. No. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we will send you a copy of... You couldn't pay them DVD. But uh, you get a message us on our Facebook page, which is Ghost Chronicles International. And if we have more than one person, we'll, we'll draw a name or something. How's hey, that? On the subject of videos of DV, uh, DVDs with Richard Felix, uh, yeah. Richard and I worked on one called So You Want to Be a Ghost Hunter with myself and Anne and Richard. And uh, there was also one we did on Battlefield Ghosts. Wait a minute. Uh, you, you read that one? Do you want to be a ghost hunter? Uh, yeah, it's entirely me, Anne and Richard. I have that one. I've never watched it. Uh, well, they said the outtakes were pretty funny. The, the outtakes are probably the best part of it. However, uh, I think we've got about 400 copies of it. Do you really? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, there you go. We, we, we got yeah, uh, to run a little contest so we can we get were, rid of some of this crap yeah, that we have. Anne's got them at the moment. I think they're buried in her attic. So, All uh, right. So we'll, we'll work on that. We'll work on we'll, that. We'll, we'll work on trying to resurrect some of them. I'll maybe, I'll maybe package a few up and bring them with me in the fall. Yeah, that would be good, and then uh, we'll give them yeah, away as special at Spirit yes. Quest. Which, come over, yeah. I mean, yeah. So you want to be a ghost hunter? Was something that we did as we came off Most Haunted together in two thousand and six. Mm. Um, Richard and I had obviously become friends during during our time together on the show. We had this idea; it was almost almost an embryonic form of uh, ghostology. Um, and the blurb on the back of the disc, which I'm holding as we speak, 12 years ago, Steve Parsons and Whisper, so you can see how long it was, established parascience, blah, 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 uh, blah, 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 and then the whole DVD, which lasts for way too long, um, it doesn't actually say how long it lasts for, it's Felix Films production, and um, we yeah. filmed it over, we filmed it in Derby Jail and at the Camelot Shipyard over about three weeks. And um, it, the whole idea was it's sort of like an embryonic version of ghostology where Richard is finding out, you know, some of the good things and, and not so good things to, you know, to, to do whilst investigating ghosts and some of the myths mm. sort of and legends behind the equipment. However, um, I think my um, gosh, how old would she have been then? Uh, about nine or ten year old daughter was uh, we were short of a mic boom operator. So she was mic booming for us, um, for, for Will Felix, who was the cameraman. And there were some moments, as you can imagine, because Richard is a lot of fun. And uh, when we worked together on Most Haunted, we had some huge, huge comedy moments that mm -hmm. the world will never see, more a pity, because antics would never allow those outtakes to go out. But um, there were some really good outtakes, including... Um, although Helen was booming for, for the episodes at Camel Erds, when we got over to Derby Jail, um, Helen was obviously at home with her mum. Uh, I think it was a school day. And she phoned up 
Uh, I think she phoned several times to the point where I was, we were trying to do a take and Helen kept phoning and well, you can see for yourself the results in the outtake. There you go. So maybe we can dig some of these copies up. And, but anyways, if you want a copy of whatever this one I have, it's like it's UK's Most Haunted or something, uh, message us on our page, which is Ghost Chronicles International on Facebook, and uh, we'll draw a name, and that's it. You get a the only, copy. The only, the only caveat is if you're in the U.S., this would be a PAL DVD. I'm not no, sure. No, it, play, it plays on computer here. Oh, does it? That's fine then. Okay, I'm just letting you know. That well, the, the ones copies... that Richard gave me did, so I, I'm not sure of the one you have. But uh... well, I know I was a PAL PAL television rather than NTSC, so um, that's well. I, I will look into this. I think it's also available now on YouTube, or most of it is available. It's been sort of ripped onto YouTube down the years, and I think some of it's available on YouTube now if people want to get along there. Whatever. Whatever. So anyway, maybe I'll rip the maybe I'll rip the outtakes and put them on YouTube in a few days' time when I get a few minutes. So anyways, my uh, outtakes, I did them. Whatever. So got any, paid for the production. You're losing value of our free gift here, so I so knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so message us on Ghost Chronicles International, and we'll draw a name and. We'll send you a copy of this UK Most Haunted by Richard Phillips. So there you go. If you're really unlucky, we'll throw in a copy of Telephone Calls from the Dead as well. No, we won't. (laughs) Well, well, we're not that mean. We don't have any left. Really? How many do you want? (laughs) (laughs) So seriously, back to the show, which which we were talking about something serious. Hal's got lots. I'm sure he does. Is Richard's one as a ghost? Oh, yeah. In fact, Richard, you know, I wrote the forward for that. He phones me up on that. I think it was a Thursday evening. Um, and, uh, he said, can you, can, you write, uh, can you write something about what is a ghost for, for a book? I said, when do you, okay, when do you want it for, Richard? He said, um, uh, tomorrow. He's a lot like me, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and then, so I, 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 I did it the next day. And uh, then months go by, I never heard anything. And then apparently it was published, and I still never heard anything. Then years went by, and years the promised copy, the promised <laughs> copy of the book, uh, never materialised. Um, but until you generously gave me a copy when you came over to the United States, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just reminded me. I'm just sending Richard a message as we speak to get him on. We're going to get him on the show in a few weeks' time. Oh, excellent! And we can question him. Yeah, we'll but really. What the hell we'll, happened to your copy of the book? Yeah. Well, we know. We, well, I've got a copy. I don't need a copy now. Yeah, but we're just curious. Yeah, that question. That, I mean, Richard still. I mean, you know, Richard still does that as a basis of one of his talks. What is a ghost? Mm-hmm. And he he got the book. Uh, so he, this is also available. I think it's on Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. And Derek Akora writes the forward. Um, and I think you wrote something as well, didn't you? I did, I did. What the experts think. Uh, yep, I'm so, in there, yep. Yeah, Stacy Jones, the ghost cop, Chris Fle- uh, Fleming from Dead Famous. Whatever happened to him? Patrick Burns from Haunting Evidence. Yeah, I haven't Jack, heard of the show. I haven't Jack heard of Newcom, Jason Hawes from, Jason, uh, yeah, from uh, Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, Darren Stanton, uh, somebody called Steve Parsons, Jeff Belanger. Whatever happened to Jeff Belanger? Uh, and Ron Cole. Uh, 
New England Ghost Project presenter. Let's see what Ron Kolek said about. No, that's all right. Let's move no, on. No, 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 no. I, I think we should it's move only on. short. I tell you short. Maureen Wood, my partner and fifth generation psychic, despises the word ghost. She prefers spirit. Maybe it's a negative connotation associated with it through its use in books, stories, and movies. But as for me, being politically correct is not so important. I prefer ghost. And I define the word ghost as any spectral entity, either living or dead. You might laugh at the thought of a living spectral entity, but actually it's quite obvious. Living is loosely defined as having a life or existence. Really? Yeah, I looked it up in my fucking Wagnall. I prefer, I define the word ghost as any spectral entity, either living or dead. So how do you... So what about ghost vehicles and ghostly smells and ghostly sounds? Wait a minute. It asked me what my definition of the word uh, ghost you, was. You said Not I define. I define. I define. Now, one of the problems we, with the psychical research... There is has, no problems with my... We are. We're going, we're going serious for a moment. It's on, because one of the things that ghostology, uh, the course, I, uh, the course uh, discusses is this problem that... that um, Everybody has had trying to define exactly what a ghost is. I defined it. Uh, well, I, yeah, I have no problem. I, I'm not. I'm not, dis, not. Not disputing the fact that you did define it, but exactly yeah. what? How do we define a ghost? Because the the, the I, even I know the, she didn't finish completing my uh, little thing, but that's all right. Well, well no, because the qualifiers I, and so forth, but that's fine. There weren't any. There weren't any. Um, mm-hmm. There weren't any that were meaningful anyway. So. Um, but one of the problems that we've always had uh, with the definitions of ghosts... What do you mean, we? Well, you. Par- paranormal, you have problems, evidently. Well, no, paranormal research in general uh, is that there are actually so many definitions of what ghosts, of the word ghost itself. I mean, let's take the Oxford English Dictionary, which defines a ghost as an apparition of a dead person which is believed to appear or become manifest to the living, typically as a nebulous image. Now... That's how the Oxford English Dictionary, which is one of the, you know, the, the classic reference uh, books on, the, on, on definitions. But we've got, as I said, plenty of examples of apparitions of living people, which you t- spoke about, and plenty more where the apparition is far from nebulous and lots of things that, that you know, that aren't. Okay, here we go. Let's have a look at parapsychology, which talks. Ghost. The specter of a person appearing after death, an apparition. There you go. That's yeah. that's according to Webster's encyclopedic yeah, yeah. and encyclopedic of the, the English same, language. And again, the same problem. Um, this idea that it's a person, that they're dead, that they're returning. And yet, you know, look, let's look at parapsychology then. Um, where they describe one of the, gr- the good examples from parapsychology, one of the favoured definitions of the, the word ghost, is a sensory experience. This is a good one, this. So pay attention. A sensory experience <laughs> which there appears to be present, a person or animal, brackets, deceased or living, close brackets, who in fact is out of the sensory range of the experience. And so uh, you just did the same thing you did to mine that doesn't mention ghost cars and planes. Well, part of the problem there is it's a sensory experience which is out of the sensory range of the experience. I actually like that sensory experience that is out of the range of sensory experience. So you... Yeah, well, that's that's an oxymoron because it, you can't exactly. have a... 
yeah, well, that's how parapsychology had to go at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've again, people witness ghost vehicles, smells, uh, and by but what the, mechanism? Isn't it the definition that we give it though? We call no, it a ghost. No, wait, but we're calling it a ghost yeah. vehicle. But is is it a really a ghost vehicle? Well, or just merely an apparition? Well, the problem is trying to pin down. The is definition. there a difference between an apparition and a ghost? Uh, well, yes, there is. There's two defined. We can ha- we can define an apparition quite well because that's the appearance of a figure or object which is um, not, you know, physically oh, yeah. present. Yes. So that would that really, but that isn't a, a spirit. That isn't a ghost. And one of the problems is we all throw this word ghost. Oh, I saw a ghost. I saw this. Uh, you know, I saw a ghost. I heard a ghost. Um, I know what I saw. I know what I saw. The problem is we can't. We all think in fact we all do know what we mean by ghosts but some people you know associate the the hunt for ghosts or the search for ghosts as a search for uh always linked with survival of death and that if you see a ghost it proves survival and yet from the earliest days of psychical research it was always clearly stated that um a ghost may be a, you know another mechanism that that's not linked to survival it could be a recording, it could be a time slip, it could be a hallucination. Which, it goes None further of, into my ghostly definition, if you had read well, it. Well, yes, it do, you, you absolutely do as well, but I'm, I was getting to the point about definitions right. and how difficult it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have a good definition for that simple word that is so universally uh, bandied about in this yeah, area of about, research. Yeah. You know, I agree. Has I, agree. I agree. I agree with you, but <coughs> but what? I see where you, I see where you're coming from. But 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 just but. I mean, if we could, if we could define what a ghost is, we could might be able to um, so, focus the search or the or focus our efforts better. So listen to you for the last ten minutes. I would say that the word ghost is. Uh, is arbitrary, basically, and um, that it there is no uh, no. Oh boy, I don't know how to say this. Now. Well, there is no currently accepted definition. Definition. I mean, I, I, I well, there have, is in, in the dictionaries. But... Well, there is, but every dictionary does vary slightly as well, and that that exactly. itself is a problem. And parapsychology can't agree with what you know with. With uh, def- the definition that parapsychology uses doesn't match the reality of people's experiences or reported experiences. So, so what uh, about that, that definitive book you have that you always got ghost? I mean, the um, word of the day from what does that say? Uh, well, that also uh, falls in line pretty much with the Oxford English Dictionary. It, it does. Uh, it talks in terms of um, in terms of you know them being dead, dead, um, dead people returning. But, I mean, I had to go with it. You know, I tried to redefine or try to write a definition um, of, of ghost. And I, I came up with, you know, the word ghost might therefore simply be best considered to be a generic expression, an all-encompassing term to describe some sensation or sensory experience that we are as yet unable to explain by normal means. And that was my attempt at it. I think the word ghost is more... Uh, interchanging with the word apparition to me. Well, I, I disagree. I mean, it's like ghost and spirit. Right. And I, I, because 
because an apparition. Say. I well, see where you're coming the from. Virgin, the Virgin Mary, the the apparition of the Virgin Mary. Yeah, uh, she is not a ghost. Why not? Because she's an apparition. She's an appearance of a person or object. So if we use the, if we use the word ghost interchangeable with apparition, then she's can, a, a we ghost. Can, we can certainly say that somebody. So we go all the way apparition. back to the, the Catholic Church and, and the Father, oh, the Son, and oh, the no, Holy no, Ghost. No, no, no. Apparition. Wait, wait. Father, apparition the Son, and the Holy find. Ghost. And, and that means several things. Uh, it, it, it means spirit there versus uh, a true apparition. Now, an apparition, we can define what that is, that this appearance of a non-physical So if I or, see a ghost, I'm yeah. seeing an apparition. You're seeing an apparition. It may not be a ghost. Well, how do you know? Depends what your ah, definition of a ghost is. I didn't is. say it wasn't a ghost. What I said is, we can say, because it conforms to the definition, uh, that you are seeing a person or object um, in, a that in a physical form that isn't, you know, that isn't actually there, that isn't re present in, re in, re in reality. Now, that is an apparition. We don't know minute. whether it, you're seeing it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It, it, and even in that definition, if that apparition ah, it, interacts with you, then it is. No, it, it, it is. No, 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 it no, is no, still no. There. Don't go no, no, no to me. I'll give it's you a whack. It's an apparition. It's an apparition. And you can, inter you can interact with an apparition. And many, there are many so it makes types it a ghost. Of, no, there are many psychiatric disorders where people can interact with apparitions. They can oh, see. God. Yeah. So what they're seeing as a real apparition to them isn't there in the you know in 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 reality but to them they can interact with it if you know you're talking circuits right you realize no. that right you, what you when you see when you see a figure or something at a haunted location you are seeing an apparition so how can you say that that's not a ghost i'm not saying it's not i said it might not be a ghost oh. and if you wind the tape back or rewind the podcast you'll hear me say yes you saw an apparition but there's no proof that you saw a ghost because we can't define that a ghost is we can define an apparition and funnily enough we can define a spirit well, the dictionaries define the ghost as an apparition oh, no yeah, well, yes yes they well, both you can't it. roll All the right. tape back and listen to okay. your definition don't say it okay. again well the problem yeah well the problem with that there is as i pointed out is that there is got ghost sounds and ghost smells and they're not apparitions. They're, they're not ghosts. They're not ghosts. You're, but you're people describe that term, um, that term a ghostly sound, which means an eerie sound, or a uh, ghostly odor, no, which is a thing. No, it doesn't make it a ghost just because no, it's no. ghostly. Uh, we can't make anything as a ghost because we don't know what a ghost is, but we can describe and define an apparition. If and you we define can def ghost as an apparition, then it is no, an apparition. It may no, not don't be tell me, no. The yes. Two are, the two are separate. No, you can they see, aren't. You might see an apparition, but there is nothing to determine that this is a ghost. Ah. Whatever. So, do you find Guy Fox? <laughs> no. Oh, oh thank God. <laughs> Nathan says he believes that a ghost is a nun noun, and that an apparition is an an adjective. Ghost is a noun, and apparition is what? It is a ghostly noun. Some apparitions are ghosts, but all, but not all ghosts are apparitions. What the hell is he talking about? No, that's he perfectly talk... correct. Yeah, of course, it runs the same. Some apparitions. You do. Well, some apparitions may be ghosts. 
Oh. And not every ghost is an apparition. But yeah, Nathan's spot on there. No, he isn't. He is. I believe as a ghost is a noun, and an apparition as an act. That's not, oh, that's not true. I saw an apparition. You do see an apparition. I saw a ghost. I saw a ghost. They're both nouns. No, because you can't I define I can see a ghost. ghostly plane, but that's you different. Cannot you, define a go- you can't define a ghost. It is defined. How can you say I can't? It's no. defined in both dictionaries that we I, picked up. You can't which, define it. Which isn't supported, which isn't supported no, by people's experiences. Whatever. Moving on. We're out of time. I'm done. <laughs> That's too long. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing Anyways, fine, then, Karina. That's you listen to Ghost Chronicles. I think uh, International, the uh, Honeymooners uh, edition, and uh, Steve will be coming over here to bring us some more lively discussion right here in the fall. Uh, for the ghost now. Yeah, and we'll they be... They had one of them at Borley. A ghost what? Ghost noun. None? Yeah. Noun. There are ghost nuns. Yeah, is that like, you know, is a noun like a... You know, is that like the UK's version of a non? Yes. Stick a U in everything? That's right. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyways. All right, don't forget, you're coming over uh, in September. It's your president lets me. Yeah, I, I, I sent them a message. You're okay. Just get me a laptop. No laptop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not gonna back to the old, back to the old flip chart. We're not letting any of you all presentation. All presentation. We're not letting you any ghost terrorists in the country. Yeah, Spirit Quest for 2017 will be done on flip charts. Yeah, flip charts. There you go. Ghostly charts. Anyways, we're almost out of time. Uh, if you want to find out what Steve is doing, uh, that's too bad. Uh, you yeah. can go to his website, which is. Oh, wait a minute. You can't define it. Uh, maybe you should change the name of his uh, site. The Ghost Hunter. The Ghost Hunter. We can't oh, have Ghost Hunter, so maybe we'll call it the Apparition Hunter. I don't know. No. Whatever. Anyways, this You can have an Apparition of Jesus. Yes, I've seen him. Anyways, uh, moving along. Who thank you for listening. Ghost And things that go bump in the night. Deliver us. Good Lord.